Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. We are live and ready for action. We In this episode, I think we're going to touch up a little bit of a controversial post that we've been seeing floating around the internet. I've heard a couple of different takes from different influencers or people just to have a massive following in the fitness space, as well as other podcasts that are respectable, you know, that have, I feel, great information and they come at it from a very good side. And I just felt that, you know, why not share our insight on this controversial topic slash magazine cover that was recently published by the cosmopolitan magazine uh which they're talking about health at this point and i think that right off the rip i'll say this it's probably not the best place for for mag for just fitness advice and health advice in general before we dive into all the nitty-gritty about this you know this topic and go in in detail and different points that we would definitely want to cover what are boys i have we have a serious inquiry what are your favorite tongue twisters? Mike, you want to go first? Asking the real questions. Yeah. Um, this is some real life stuff. Like this is actual valuable information. Yeah. This is what matters. Yeah. Not the- and before you go into it, Mike, if you don't care about learning these valuable piece of information, you can always scroll down and check out the show notes and exactly what point we cover all the, po- all the points that we will cover in this episode. Mike, continue, please. I've always liked um, Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't very Fuzzy Wuzzy. I've never heard of that one. I had to think about that real that hard. Not the Fuzzy Wuzzy. And... Oh. Yeah. No. Well, cool. I know. I kind of did one off air with the guys, and I think this kind of sparked the conversation. It's We were doing sound check, making sure that all of us could hear each other. And I just, they say a sentence, I'm like, oh. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Nailed it. And I almost stumbled there, but I, for some reason, that's the one that comes to me. Gabe? Uh, that would be the English language in any words in there because I apparently stumble <laughs> here and there uh, when speaking it, and which I will probably <laughs> do so at some point in time during this podcast. So that is my uh, words are my favorite tongue twister. Works. Where do you think this came from? The tongue, like those, these, these, these sentences that were, you know, obviously designed to like trick you. And the faster you go, the more it's, you start to like wrap your, it's what's that, what happens in the brain is that the brain like starts to like, I don't know. Well, it's a, it's a very, they're, they're set up to, to, to challenge your brain to mouth connection and you're, mm-hmm. you're having to articulate uh, certain syllables in rapid succession. And then some of them, your mouth is having to switch your mouth and your tongue is having to switch positions very quickly. Um, and it's, it's challenging. It can be challenging with, you know, I mean, how often wonder, do we go around? I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how much of the listeners right now are going to be probably listening to just driving or at home and they're going to start going over the ones that they, everyone knows one that, that they struggle with. <laughs> yeah. I think the hardest one is, uh, I, I, I'm going to attempt it very slowly. She sells seashells by the seashore. That one's, that, that one's always that. gotten me. Yeah. Yeah. The whole like, shh, 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 the sound going yeah. back and forth. Cause it's so close. And then your, your brain is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Why it's not bad when you're this? going slow, but once yeah. you start picking up like repetition and doing it over and over and over again, you just, you start mumbling basically. 
Do you know what, ga- what what game that also kind of that that's like sparked another memory as a kid was the telephone game, the how you would start off with a saying and you would whisper it into the other person's ear. By the time it got through, let's say ten people. Oh yeah, and it goes around you know the, uh, the classroom. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that or they would do that at. I remember kids' parties; they would probably play that, and depending on what team was as close there was two teams and whatever team was able to articulate the sentence as the original um and it was literally like i think three to five words it wasn't anything super long yeah um (laughs) but then you always got that one kid that would like whisper but they would like spit in your ear like it was just like the big i'm like oh like you're like what did you say and you can't repeat and you have to just go based on what you said and what you heard and then my team lost in this one so i thought you were gonna say there's always one person that always fucks it up and just says something like off the wall like that had nothing you you did not hear that go yeah. get your ears checked because that that was not what was said <laughs> and then you're just that's it you're just totally just jacked could have been that uh, too could have been intentional sabotage too mm. some people just want to watch the world burn so the original <laughs> among us <laughs> yeah exactly. the original among us <laughs> i have still yet to play that game my sister kept wanting me to download it uh, and play with my siblings, but I don't know, man. I already spend, I've been trying to limit. So I actually dropped significantly the amount of time I spend on my phone. Remember like last time I got, I told you guys it was like an astronomical number. Um, I dropped that down to about an hour and less a day at some days, like average for the week. Like there's been times where I'll, my phone literally, since it's a newer phone, um, it doesn't require me to charge it as much. So I can really tell what my usage, I would really have to use it a lot to bring that bar all the way down to like negative, you know, under the 20 mark where it starts to give you battery saving ability. Like I completely have developed more rules around my phone, which thus has been helping me. I bet you cheat and just use your watch. You'd like respond to text using your watch. Uh, sometimes, but that's only main text message. So the text message takes like yeah. what a couple seconds at best to like send across, right? If it's just a yes or no response or, um, I hate it though. Sometimes that's why I'd rather just text on my phone because sometimes I, I it's hard to make a correction. Yeah. yeah. And I, if it's not a quick response, I'm going to text you type thing with my, with my watch. So it just lets me know if I have any pending important messages that I need to check. Actually, you know, it's kind of better to do it from your watch because if you're doing it from there, I mean, what else are you going to do from your watch? Are you going to start scrolling on your watch? No, but if you get your phone, oh, let me just text somebody. Oh, hey, what's going on here? What's this notification that I got? And next thing you know, you're, you know, you're down there for like, you know, 15, 20 minutes and you're like, holy shit, I've been here for how long? Yeah, right? I so. think eventually, I think they're going to con- maybe continue to increase slightly the size of the, the watch where it will be a phone on your have- wrist. Or they'll have literally a the little holograph screen, possibly. That'd be sick. I can see uh, that in the future. Heads up display. Yeah, just like a little spy kid, basically. We're living in the times of what we all wished, you know, we could have a little cool little gadgets. Who would have thought a watch could do what it does right now and still yet to be, there's still like a lot of untapped uses that functions that it doesn't have yet, which will will be coming. Yeah, before it was a shit if you had like a calculator watch. Yeah. You can only like what's uh, multiply, divide, add, and, and, and subtract, and that's about yeah. it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, guys, I re- I've been really having fun with my workouts lately. I've been posting them on my stories this week. 
Um, I do about three workouts general. I'm going to probably post a third one when I do work, do it. Um, and it's crazy. I always say this, this is why, like, I think we, this kind of relays back to the Monday's episode in a way, like before dieting, before I'm doing anything crazy with my nutrition in the sense of like super structure rigid, I just want to kind of do this really quick and share this with you guys. And it's, I never ever get, I guess it never fails to amaze me how much can happen with one or two variable changes in your routine three times of consistency with weights with 10 to 15 minutes of cardio and the days off just to kind of move and get my heart rate going just a little bit nothing really crazy i did a little bit of jump rope and then five minutes on the assault bike at an easy pace and um training volume is not ridiculously high but it's very catered to what i'm trying to improve on taking a couple more emphasis on mobility and stuff in my back feels amazing last week it was a little bit like tight and because i rush something and that's when i rush something and i try to push sometimes i rather just modify and stay back and still hit the muscles that i'm trying to hit and my it's just crazy i look at myself i'm like wow water eating getting you know satiated and focusing on protein and sleep my sleep routine has been better due to me limiting cell phone use boom it just all kind of falls in like a trickle effect my body starts to respond instantly where people are like dude you look bigger and like i think i weigh about the same but i even look at myself I'm like you know when like peter parker woke up the next morning after he got bit <laughs> by a spider toby mcguire ogs no it's just like you know you know just a little check in the mirror but it's cool man i'm excited because i'm going to start i have a goal for may my physical aesthetic goal for this year with, with regards to my fitness will be for may i have a wedding in jamaica if everything doesn't get canceled with the whole world on the tip of the edge they just deciding if it wants to continue or not but um i'm going to try to get in pretty good shape for the the warm season you know i'm going to be on the beach on a resort so i haven't tried my to push myself in anything impressive and i'm just gonna go for it nice yeah after i saw your your stories of posting your workouts and i kind of like wanted to do the same so yesterday i filmed myself uh i didn't post it because i'm an idiot but what I did notice, two things. One, every time I do record, I like recording myself when I'm working out because not only, so you know that you're recording yourself, right? Yeah. So since you are, you're kind of, I feel like extra aware of your movement and trying to make sure you're precise and with, with however it is that you're, whatever movement that you're doing, right? So that's one. And then two, I like getting that immediate feedback after I record myself, I pick my phone and then I look at my set while I'm resting. And I just see, and I like hone in on certain kind of key points. Um, are what are my feet doing? I like I zoom in on my ankles, I zoom in on my hips, I zoom in on my knees. Uh, if I'm doing some kind of lower body movement, uh, or like for instance, my upper body are is everything the you know symmetrical? Am I lifting one shoulder up more than the other? So this is actually a great tool for you to even if you have no intention of posting, no intention of sharing. Uh, if you're gonna delete it right afterwards. Just have it so you know what's going on. Even if you're looking at yourself in the mirror, it still tells a different picture because you're getting a different angle of uh, movement that you're doing. Absolutely. That's, a, that's to be honest, I didn't, when I was young and in college, I barely was working, barely making any money uh, trying to finish school. And I didn't have money to hire a coach, honestly. Maybe I could have some, like, you know, if I really would have been resourceful, found a way. But at that time, I wasn't thinking that I was already super driven with working out anyways. But recording and, and watching myself train in different angles, especially when it came to like my my big movements, when it deadlifts, oh, it, 
overhead presses, squats, stuff like that. I would record in different angles and just watch. And at the time I started kind of posting a little bit of information that I knew about working out and actually just allowed me to really, uh, learn like what I was doing wrong. And, Ooh, that looks kind of, that could be better. Ooh, this could be lower. Ooh, this, I could shift my weight a little bit more to this side. And yeah, if you're someone that just kind of wants to learn and make sure that you're doing things properly, recording yourself, don't feel embarrassed or shy or awkward in the gym. Just prop it up with a little tripod if that makes it easier. So you're not having to put it on weird places. A tripod usually covers, you know, you have flexibility to put in different places and, uh, it really will make a big difference, I think, with your form because if you don't have a coach constantly watching you or if you're hiring an online coach, you can send them this stuff because this also helps him serve you better. So definitely, definitely I'm a big fan of recording. And I've been posting it. People have been liking it. People have been like, you know, telling me that they've been saving the workouts. And um, I asked if I, I kind of did a little survey. And as of right now, I haven't got any no's yet. So people have been kind of wanting this to be a little bit more consistent. So I'll kind of share more tips on the uh, story do that are you guys ready see are we i'm ready to hit you with your first no <laughs> you know I, I said the same thing in my head too like <laughs> let me be a dick and just go and hit no <laughs> oh my damn it i'm just kidding i'm not that oh. committed or am i <laughs> right as i get a notification michael um, anywho, when it comes to this whole health at every size, I saw, I started seeing this pop up on my social media and I don't know how, I know Mike's been kind of like absent from social media, probably more than Gabe and I, but, um, Gabe, have you seen this floating around people talking about it? I have. And it's the, the funny thing, see, there's two things that I find interesting about it. One, is this the first time you're hearing about this? No, this is something mm-hmm. that's been going on in the past. But it's resurfaced because of the um, the issue itself. Now, what's interesting, the issue, it has, you know, like any kind of like a, a like a comic book or whatever, there's varying covers. There's yeah. 11 different covers for this. Mm. And the two that we're focusing on, they're honing in on are what? The ones that are just, um, uh, I guess, with the, with the biggest models on it. Mm-hmm. Right. And sure, it's it. it and I guess so, because it, you, if you take an extreme and you say, oh, this is healthy, then, you know, people are going to jump to it and going to, you know, feel a certain kind of way, either A, to defend it or B, to just uh, attack it for what they perceive as, uh, uh, you know, some false claims. But yeah. it has been something that's been kind of like said from time and time again, uh, you know, before, and it's just resurfaced because of the cover. I mean, it's a good conversation to have. Um, it's something that people should speak about just to try to get a better grasp on it or to see what it means to them. Because it kind of means differently to everyone else, doesn't it? I mean, health, it's so, it's such a large encompassing, you know, phrase or word. What the hell does that mean? There is no one particular way to say what health is, right? I think that's the, I think that's the big issue that it, that in the cover specifically says this is healthy. And for people that don't know what that looks like, there are a couple of covers. The ones that I saw that stood out were two um, heavier women just on it. And it just said on the, on the bottom, this is healthy. And uh, it triggered a lot of people where you see a lot of the fitness people talk negatively, like, mm-hmm. like they're, they're offended by this. And I, I don't, it doesn't bother me when I see this because at the end of the day, um, if you, uh, if a lot of women are honest, I mean, or just men and just anybody, 
you're gonna try you know that realistically like being a, past a certain amount of weight overweight i'm sorry uh, or over fat i'm going to specify because i'm considered overweight based on my height and uh, mass ratio like i'm supposed to be technically like i think 20 pounds lighter than i am right now to be the correct bmi range um but i'm talking about just over fat mm-hmm. and um after a certain point your health is compromised. It's like, there's no way around it, but you know, to really just hone in on the first point, I think that, you know, reading these type of magazines, especially Cosmo, it's, it's not ideal for, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning and not a good place to research or get health information. You know, what's, what is healthy. Typically magazines have not been good at it. And people argue, well, they used to post these very skinny women or skinny models uh, back in the day. And this is true, which, mm-hmm. which is kind of going to be leading into another point of ours is that that in and itself, it's not a reflection of health. So these type of magazines are typically just trying to get sold, get attention, get eyes on it, which they did a fantastic job because we are talking about it. So they are getting some type of publicity, but I just wanted to take it from an approach of like, it doesn't trigger me in a negative where I'm like, this is an outrage and you know, how dare they, you know, no, because you know, to each their own, everyone has the right to do whatever they want and post whatever, if that's their company, you know, but now it's going to open a good discussion. I feel for a lot of people to really, you know, have this hard talk because a lot of times I know that people have created a movement with fat shaming and, and, you know, almost kind of do the other extreme, like talking negatively about fit people. And there's like, there's always like this swing going back and forth, like a ping pong ball, yeah. you know, from the fitness side to the, you know, this type of movement. And I do want to specify the health at every, every size movement itself the, at the core actually has a pretty noble message, has a good positive, you know, intention with it unfortunately the the space and anything just like they do with any fitness thing or diet thing they bastardize the shit out of it and they just they flip it and they start to mold it into something that it's not um look at the true at the true foundation of it though it is a good movement so this i don't want to put this in the same category but it just kind of falls into it because i wanted to kind of differentiate that and clarify that for anyone listening yeah, it has some some good base points as uh, you know high level, but like anything that gets uh, that the that the media or that we can always grab onto, we just bastardize the shit out of it, right? And they do that with anything, like right, like with keto fasting. How the hell do you get, do you take fasting and just you know try to make some money out of that? You know that there's supplements for fasting. Yeah, there's uh, there's like uh, vitamins and stuff, and it's like fasting is the most economical thing that you could do. You just don't eat. Don't but, don't have, exactly. But, but then people what, put like an actual diet parameter around it when it's just not eating, and it's been it's been around for a long time. And and do the extremes of that, what that looks like, starvation. You know, anorexia, people dying of famine back in the day. That's I guess quote unquote fasting, but they weren't they didn't call it, oh, I'm fasting. Like they were just hadn't found food probably in the wilderness and they were I think that was that was that was forced fasting. That That was was forced (laughs) fasting. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they choose to do that. But fasting in and of its in in of done correctly, that's another example of something that has a lot of good stuff in the in the intention behind it can be very good for the body, for the mind. But once again, 
you know, people are trying to make a buck off of it, just turn it into something that is not. So that's the same thing that's happening here. And we're going to dive into kind of why, and this is by no way, shape or form, are we shaming people that are overweight um, by any stretch of the imagination? This is on the contrary. We just kind of want to uh, create a, a healthy discussion around this for, for you, the listener, to think about if you're someone that maybe is being led to believe then what's the point of me even trying to better myself you know it's not about that so that's just kind of why we're even covering this right so mm -hmm. uh, mike you had a, a good point here um with regards to kind of going over this information that you wanted to share yeah i mean it's kind of we're always like proponents of like, you know, finding what works for you and, and kind of meeting yourself where you're at and all that sort of stuff. And we never really go, we never really want to go to extremes to, to do um, anything that we're trying to do, be it weight loss, muscle building, anything like that. We want to be pretty reasonable with ourselves. And, and, you know, the, the point being that, you know, going to extremes, uh, be it extremely overweight or even extremely underweight, both, inherently come with their own risks um overweight being and this is this is directly from the cdc website i mean i trust what they say that's the you know state funded um center for disease control um but i mean you're, you're with overweight and obese people you're seeing an increased risk in all causes of mortality you got high blood pressure um high LDL cholesterol, low HDL cholesterol, diabetes, heart disease, stroke, osteoarthritis, all sorts of awful shit that come along with just being a heavier person. You have more weight on your body. That's going to put uh, stress on all systems. And then on the opposite end of that spectrum, you know, look at supermodels that are extremely thin. Look at bodybuilders that are about to step on stage six pack abs shredded is that healthy no it's not and i doubt that those people would tell you that they're being healthy there's risks that come along with that too and women you're running a really high chance yep. of fucking up your um reproductive hormones. systems your hormones um which for some people that could be a devastating blow uh you're also running risks of vitamin deficiencies and osteoporosis immune system issues you're going to have and then children more specifically you can have developmental issues um as far as like how your brain develops your body develops so you know point being there's there's a there's a risk there's a health risk going to either end of the spectrum and what is actually healthy is probably somewhere right in the middle where you're not too big you're not too small work out you know it's 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 really not that it doesn't have to be so extreme, you know. I, the the go ahead, Gabe. Well, I was gonna say, and and to your point of not having to be so extreme, that sounds like something that we mentioned before about not going to extreme lengths when approaching fitness, when approaching, uh, when starting out your fitness journey, right? You don't have to go balls to the wall and go like you know running like you know twenty miles a day for you know every single day and and, and starve yourself. These are extreme versions. That sound it's it's like the same approach that we that we said before, and this and the reason why we we mentioned of taking your time and making slow, um, you know, adjustments to your daily life would be to find where that medium is for you, 
and you don't know until you start on that path, starting that journey. Because anything is gonna have a little bit take and give, right? Sure, the person that is overweight, they're able to indulge, have some food that they just love that tastes good and is just amazing. They get to watch, you know, a whole bunch of shows that they just sit around the couch. Again, I'm overgeneralizing stuff. And now there's that's the that's the pros, right? To some people, those are pros. And the cons would be just the negative effects that you mentioned, Mike. And you know, and and same thing if you take it to the extreme of you know going down to like what two percent body fat, uh, that's there's going to be negatives to that as well, which is again what you mentioned. So you want to find that kind of medium ground or whatever works for you, because what works for you might not work for me, and vice versa, right? So it's just take your time see what works for you don't go to extreme lengths such as this and just uh see what works for you is essentially what i'm trying to get at yeah so i mean the fitness space i mean when it comes to the, the extreme like that we mentioned bodybuilding it is a that is an exaggeration that is not health like mike was saying you know people feel like complete crap and anyone telling you otherwise they're lying i mean they're not necessarily miserable per se because they're they're obviously focused on a particular goal at the time, but they don't live in that constant state of ridiculous leanness. So promoting ridiculous striated muscles, veins everywhere, that is not what health is about. So I know that why the extreme is kind of being now shifting over to the other direction, Gabe. And you, and you speak of this from experience, like this is not just anecdotal. This is not something what, Oh, I heard or I read or whatever. This is something that you experienced firsthand. How did you feel when you were basically getting ready to jump on stage? Energy definitely is affected, your mood, everything. I mean, everything's compromised at that point. I, luckily, I mean, I, don't, I didn't stay there for a very, very long time by any means. I kind of reversed right after that show. I started on the process of getting out of that state. So it's that, it looked really cool once you're pumped up and you have the certain pictures and certain angles. But from a day-to-day function, being super ridiculously lean, which people think that's, they can only get those six-pack abs and strided muscles, then they're going to be... so. I know that this is also people have almost like a hate on the other community. They have a hate towards that side and bottom line going to the other extreme where if you're, you know, 50, uh, you know, you know, 50 pounds over fat on the other extreme, you're going to be comp- you're going to be running into a lot of potential health factors, health risks, like such as diabetes. I have a lot of clients that come to sign up with me. They're a couple pounds overweight and they're in that, potential their range where they're pre-diabetic you know this is going to start spiraling into other things which starts leaving you vulnerable in your immune system to other potential harmful viruses whatever's out there that can if you were in a much healthier um, level of body fat and just moderate you would do a lot better so it, it does look different for every every person some people are naturally smaller that's in that in as long as they're obviously covering all their bases, their health marker should reflect good. Some of the people are like a little bit softer naturally, but it doesn't mean that they're unhealthy as well as they're having these healthy practices, healthy uh, consumption of nutrients and life and stress and etc. Typically, they're going to be uh, showing very good markers as well. So it doesn't mean that you have to look like a particular person. You have to just kind of focus on becoming the healthiest version of yourself. And a lot of people out there don't care about having six-pack abs, which is completely fine. Um, That's not going to guarantee you health because then another set of things come into play with – you know, maybe a relationship with food, with yourself, with body image, all these things matter. So I understand why the push of this movement also can be 
is that, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to, you know, when people say the whole stay authentic thing or be authentic, yeah. um, this movement became in the last couple of years, like people started posting like hashtag authenticity and being vulnerable and blah, blah, blah. But even then shit gets fucked up and twisted into things that it's really mm-hmm. not the true definition of these things are wonderful. But when you're trying too hard to do something or to show yourself that you love yourself, but you're tricking yourself, you're not being honest with what the situation is. If I'm trying to say I'm being authentic, but I'm telling you constantly that I'm being authentic, you're it's not because I'm not being authentic. It's like, yeah. I'm just being myself and being who I am. And maybe that's me being real and being transparent versus me letting you know that I'm doing that. Right. Same thing with me telling, telling, posting that I love myself all the time and, and, you know, putting yourself out there. Maybe, Loving yourself doesn't mean you have to be sharing it all the time, but it's, it's a, but you genuinely do feel love towards yourself. Now, this kind of leads me into my other point with, you know, this is why this is super important because I know why this movement got some traction is because they're trying to stop shaming people that might be overweight or where people stop looking at themselves as less than or all the negative stuff that comes with, you know, throughout the years, women being glorified for being super thin, mainly in this community, guys being glorified for being super lean and chiseled and muscle. You know, it's, it's, it's always been kind of this glorification of those body types. And it's also, but you can still love yourself where you're currently at. Maybe you're not in the best shape or the best place health wise, but loving yourself is also being completely transparent and honest with yourself as well it's not about being delusional about the situation at hand if you're someone that is you know in a place where you're pre-diabetic or you are in that state or you're starting to run into some issues you can love yourself but loving yourself will mean well i'm going to start taking action because love is not just a word and something that you say it also has to be followed up with a choice and an action to do better and the best you can for yourself and this is going to be individual to everyone but definitely want to start doing things like you know practicing some discipline in your life and it's not about just doing whatever you want because you quote unquote love yourself it's like i love the example that i've heard Um, through other people that I respect that they use kids as an example. If you're a parent, I'm currently not, but I know Gabe can attest to this. Mike, I know will fall right into this very shortly. Um, That for Gabe, for your kids, you know, you love your daughters, but that doesn't mean that they do whatever they want, whenever they want. They don't have free reign in life just yet, because right now you're, you're trying to mold them and teach them the fundamentals and the values of different things in their life. That's going to set them up for the future. Yeah, an example of that, it happened just recently, last night. So my oldest is there, you know, my youngest goes to bed just slightly earlier than her because uh, the oldest can get up a little bit later. However, I don't want to push it too much. And she wants to like continue watching either like finish watching a movie, finish watching a show and go to bed super late. And then I tell her, no, you can't. It's time for bed. Let's shut this off. If it was up to her or if it was up to just about any other kid, they'll probably stay up watching something or staying doing something until they pass out on the couch or on the floor or on the bed or anything. Right. And we know that that's, uh, that's not the best way for anyone to go about. Right. We, we know how important sleep is. I know how important sleep is. I know how it can affect her, you know, her, her performance or her ability to, to learn the next day at school. I know what it can do to um, your health just at, uh, at, at any point in time for anyone. And because I care about her, because I love her, because I know that she'll be better off by going to bed, I said, no, that's it. Let's shut this down. Uh, Let's start getting ready for bed. 
and off you go. So that's just an example of me saying no, me stopping her from doing something that she wants to do that she would take a lot of enjoyment of doing, but because I love her, because I care for her, because I know that this would be best for her, I say, nope, we're going to just shut it down and off you go. I, I do want to add, uh, Jonathan, you mentioned something earlier. This is off topic from what Gabe was saying. Well said, Gabe. But uh, you mentioned something about fat shaming, like the fat shaming crowd. Um, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Moses here. He chiseled this in stone fucking ages ago, and it's, it's fuck the haters, right? <laughs> yes, this is you, true. Like, there's quotes yeah. on and everything. Like, yeah. for real, though, like, <laughs> fuck the haters. The only person that should be able to tell you anything about yourself is you or sometimes a doctor. If it's not coming from you, from inside or a doctor, fuck that person. They've got nothing else in their life going on that's as interesting as giving you shit for something about yours. Like, fuck that guy. You shouldn't even give them the time of day, honestly. And yeah, you know, right. and, and to Moses. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you, Moses. <laughs> and to, to that point, like, let's just take someone who, let's just say that they're 50, 60 pounds overweight, right? And you'll say, oh, this person is clearly unhealthy. And instead of someone thinking to themselves, oh, or, or them thinking to themselves, that's a fat piece of shit. What if this person is Fuck. in the middle? Well, hold on, hold on. Just, just, just bear <laughs> no, with me. I got you. I got you. What if this person is on the path? They had just already lost 100 pounds, yeah. 40 pounds, 50 pounds. You don't know at what point that they are in their life or what they're, what's going on in their journey. They could have, right? That sounds plausible. Would you feel like would your comments still be applicable there? I don't think so because they're doing things. They're taking steps in order to better themselves. So like as John always says, context matters. And here, the context of them already on that journey, already on them wanting to better themselves would matter. And th th that statement just wouldn't apply because yeah. they're, already, they're, they're already on the path, right? Yeah. So you can't just take someone uh, on the cover of a magazine and say, oh, that this person is clearly unhealthy because they're bigger. Well, you don't know at what point they are. Mm -hmm. Now, if they're doing absolutely nothing to better themselves or, and then just like a, the example I gave before, just sitting on the couch all day and eating just nothing but junk food, you know, then yes, okay, maybe they should do something to take, to take better themselves. But again, to your point, Mike, what the hell is that to me? That has nothing to do with me. Yeah. So I, whatever, why, why am I weighing in on someone else's weight? So I, I want to say like the person that they used, uh, one of the people that they use is actually a very well-known person, the one on the cover. And yeah. apparently she's doing a lot of good stuff. She's actually working out and doing health conscious things. So she's very flexible. Mm -hmm. um, so she may be better than someone else in her situation in the same exact weight class height wise. She may be fundamentally in get going in the direction of better health. Now, um, for the everyday person kind of listening to this or just using this as a justification to continue down a path that you know may not be the best route for you. You already kind of yep. had some signs over some things. Um, I, I, I want to just be like, what we circle back to just having some discipline in your life is actually a way of showing yourself that you care that you like, I wanted to even use the Gabe example for you is, you know, your daughter, you're not always, you don't always like your children at times for this is true this, this is true i'm saying we gotta we gotta now, say this parents you can't a be a thousand percent they're they're little shit sometimes it's okay yeah. to say. <laughs> every every parent that i've talked to 
has had disagreements, especially when they get older, they clash. You may not like things as us, like our parents. We don't always have always liked our parents, but fundamentally, we always loved our parents. So, you not liking something about you isn't a bad thing. It's when you start coming from a place of hate that this is when this was not going to contribute to healthy things. Loving yourself and not being happier or or not liking certain things about you or things that you may be doing that you know not leading you down a good way, a good path. It's okay to be like, you know what? I love myself, and but I know that maybe me cutting out certain things or making some lifestyle changes is actually going to make is going to do me good. It's going to serve me in a in the long term and it's going to make me much happier. And it's it's because I love myself that it's even though it's hard, it's much easier for me to eat, go through the drive through and and buy these type of foods versus picking these foods. But I'm going to do the thing that's a little bit more challenging for now because I know that how much better I feel. I know it's going to send me it's going to contribute to my overall well-being. Um doesn't mean because I'm I'm disgusted with myself I, I resent myself. No, you're not punishing yourself. You're actually going to do things that are hard and challenging, like we all have done in life to do something that we know for the greater good, whether that's, you know, progressing in a career, whether that's progressing in a business, whether that's, you know, fighting for a relationship, you know, things that we know that are not easy, you know, but because we see value in ourselves or that person or that thing, we're going to do the hard, challenging things now to then have the long-term uh reward this is true don't use this as as a, an excuse to just be like oh well i'm just gonna go ahead and say i love myself and just sit down and eat like you know a whole a sheet of cake and, and and watch uh whatever kind of shit on tv and just not move and, and you know that's just not the way to go and don't mask that by saying that you love yourself because that's exactly what's happening you and just I mask also- yourself and the thing is that when it comes to this, when that type of mindset kicks in, that's not a sign of loving. That's in a way, it's also a way of like not loving yourself. It's hating. It's like yeah. some way you're kind of resenting yourself. You're yes. a lot of people that come into these situations that go to the extreme where they're morbidly obese. It's food has been used instead of them having a cocaine addiction or a heroin addiction or some type of alcoholism, they, they revert to food as a drug, you know, yes. and that's why, you know, they may struggle with this and, that's not a that's not a form of taking care of yourself and loving yourself you know so it's everyone even though we're talking specifically about the health at every size movement it's you have to keep in mind that ever none of us are perfect this is not for us to hear and sit here and shame anyone absolutely not we're just here to shine some light and kind of change that perception that it's okay to want to do better for yourself it's not about the extreme where you're going to go compete because of it no but you have to find that balance that mike said you want to be in that happy medium where you're moving well your joints feel good you're not in pain your skin your relationships with yourself with the people around you are good this it's a whole it's a whole uh list of different things that all contribute to your overall health that has nothing to do with what necessarily your body looks like but it does if that makes sense it's like we don't saying that you have to fit this mold but you can always be a best version of you and only you. You are a unique being and this is going to look from different from person to person. My ultimate health uh, look is going to look completely different than Gabe's to Mike's. So we, But it doesn't mean that none of us are unhealthy based on we can judge markers, we can do a bunch of things. But this is what I want to just to kind of leave the listeners with is that, you know, we – 
this is not going to be a podcast where we're ever going to just be necessarily triggered or talk shit about any modality per se, but we kind of have to be honest and do our due diligence in kind of sharing this information with you. If you're someone that maybe this might've taken you to think in, in a way that, you know what, I don't have to work out because I just got to love myself apparently. And this is, I'm healthy where I'm at right now. Maybe you're, you've been on momentum and you're going through this journey. I don't want something that's going to be misleading that there's no context really supporting what's happening. Keep doing what you're doing. You know that there's, there's, there's benefits to struggle and learning and pain and disappointments and failures. Like there's, there's value in all that. So just kind of wanted to remind you all, like I said, multiple times on this podcast today. <laughs> uh, just really quick, the, a minor point that you made. And it, uh, healthy also doesn't necessarily uh, just encompass how we look and how we feel, but also those around us, the relationships of those around us, because right. if we just uh, are, you know, shredded and, and, and look awesome, feel awesome, but we totally neglect uh, those around us, then that's another uh, point of health that, that should be um, focused on. And yes, yeah, I was going to say that your point of health is different from my point of health, because apparently your version of health is a full face of beard. <laughs> like Mike, he's the healthiest. My last point I want to make, guys, is just that take this information with a grain of salt. You know, uh, chat with us. Let us know what you guys think on our social media platforms. And, you know, keep us posted, whatever you guys have, comments and concerns. And we'd always love to hear the feedback because this creates, like I said, healthy discussion. This is not our way is the way. It's I think this just we want to leave this for you guys to think about. Um, Mike, anything to close us out? Anything in particular that we need? No, uh, sun, sunlight, eight hours of sleep and water. <laughs> Photos- Be a plant. Photosynthesis? <laughs> yes, become plant. Just photosynthesize. Um, Gabe, closes out with you know this last section. I think we covered all these points pretty well. We probably will revisit the subject in the future, and depending also on the feedback. We may even do a part two. It just depends on you, the listener. Remember how before I talked about tongue twisters? And here yes. how I, what the hell is a full face of beard? That made no sense. But you know what I was getting at. Everyone did. Oh, there you yeah. go. Anyways, so uh, here, here's, a, here's a quick tip. Uh, if you ever get locked out of your house, just uh, talk to your lock calmly because communication is key. And if that mm. fails, talk to your door. It might open up to you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That was a, that was a build on words. I love it. <laughs> this is also, once again, valuable information oh, if you guys like valuable information and, and want to keep us want to keep us in your ears subscribe we don't that way you don't miss a beat we drop about three episodes a week right now and if you're feeling extra generous and and really excited leave us a five-star rating and review we always appreciate those that simply helps us just to get out in front of more people that need to hear this type of message and with that being said check us out on the social media platforms we're mainly hanging out on instagram as of right now at the next level show my personal page is at john alva seven gabe is at prime and glory and mike is at mike nellis p 